Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Okay, and we're back. Um, sorry about that, you guys. We had a couple of technical difficulties, but we're back. Had to take a little break. Hope you enjoyed the music. All right, um, so so what will we see, Brother L? I think you were speaking. Um, and we were yes, talking uh, about, if, uh, if, if I remember out. correctly, because one of the things that started the, uh, <laughs> that started the technical difficulty was, you know, while I'm sitting here in my car, Someone pulled up and asked for some gas money. You know, it, it, it's interesting how, you know, we attract things, and we're always yep. attracting things. This is one of the things we need to understand. And, mm-hmm. you know, I could easily say that, you know, um, you know, I attracted it, this and that, but the, the proof is all in the detail. And the detail was, you know, I had emptied my pockets looking for something, and I had my cash right on the passenger seat. And I mm-hmm. never drive like that. I never sit mm-hmm. like that. So... Mm-hmm. I believe it acted like a magnet to draw somebody who needed it more than I did at that present time. So the brother needed some money. And on top of that, he was a black guy. Let's be clear. He's one of us. Uh-huh. You know, so, you know, that that always counts as well. And, um, yeah. you know, it, it's more of, you know, spirit trying to, te- not really testing you to see, you know, um, you know, if you're really behind the shit you're talking. But the reality is put your money where your mouth is. That's simple. Uh-huh. And that's part of the the philosophy, you know, that that I'm adopting. You know, we have to start putting our money where the mouth is. We can talk about helping the people and this and that, but if you have the money in your pocket, would you really do it? And it goes back to what I said about, you know, this this energy of money having the ability to bring out what's on the inside of you. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, realistically speaking, I'll be honest, I gave him what I did just to show him a way to continue the interview. But the reality is that's what took place, you right. understand? I, yeah. I gave because I had it to give, you know, and... Right. And how much you give them? Uh, 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 <laughs> well, I, I had a 20 on hand, and um, <laughs> after he drove off, I realized I had a 10 right under it. But, you know, I, I've been in a situation where I needed a 20 instead of a 10, so okay. I'm happy for him, you know. Just, yes, yeah. yeah, he needed it, I think. You know, we the money talk attracted, you know, those nearby. The energy tends yeah. to work that way. And, yeah, um, gotta got to put your own money up, you know. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so, yeah. Um, so, I, and what you were saying about putting your money where your mouth is, um, and, and I, I'm going to bring this name up again. It's probably like the third or fourth time, but really go on YouTube, check out um, – Dame Dash and, you know, some of his, uh, for the listeners, check out Dame Dash and some of the interviews he's talking where he speaks on money. And, because I, I really think that he has an unrecognized um, genius when it comes to this. Um, sure does. It, I believe what, what he's done, it, it, it's made so many ripples and waves with the way we're looking at money now. You know, and I believe that 
what he spoke of is, you know, the way he said it was harsh, but consider the environment that he was in, the people he was speaking to and about. You know, it's not about, you know, having being a slave if you have an employer. It's not about calling some other man daddy and all of that. That's just the way it was put. And, of course, this is the way I'm interpreting it. I'm not trying to defend what another man said. But you have to speak to the mentality of the person you're speaking to. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, when it comes to our people, the tougher you talk, the you know, the more effective it is. You know, we're not, we can't glad, glad hand each other in every situation, you know, give each other cake and ice cream and expect change. Sometimes yeah. I might have to slap your wrist. Sometimes I might have to yeah. push you out your chair. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody has to be the one who just puts it out there and says it. And, you, you know, a lot of people may not be ready to hear it, you know, but, um, but it needs to be said. I mean, his, 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 um, when you were talking about putting your money where your mouth is, you know, he has this thing about putting putting your own money up, you know, as mm-hmm. a way of kind of controlling your own project. And right. I think a lot of people don't really understand how simple it is to just basically, because the truth is when it comes to economics, you know what I mean, and he speaks a lot about, you know what I mean, you shouldn't be saving your money, you should be, investing, basically. You should be spending your money or you should be investing your money. So rolling your money from a project into another, um, it doesn't take a whole lot of money. A lot of of those who end up becoming economically successful, you know, heading on to their own economic sovereignty, as we were speaking of, those who Mm -hmm. do that are those who believe enough in themselves to back up what they say with their money. And and really, when it comes to money, it's really just a flipping type of thing. When you're investing, that's basically what it is. You're putting in a, a, a smaller amount into something that you believe in and then expecting a bigger return. And then based on yep. that bigger return, you know what I mean, you recoup the money you put into it, hopefully with some extra. And with that money you put into it, you can basically do it again, flip again, mm-hmm. do it again. Um, right. I've always been drawn to, to the idea of real estate for that reason, you know, for the the – you know, I have my own, you know, I have my property that I, I'm on, but real estate is a form of investment because, you know, especially if you is. choose the right location and and you choose the right place, you can take, you know, the money that you put into it. You know, let's say I live in Ohio, so it's a really, really low cost living. So I, mm-hmm. I got a pretty decent sized house for 90, well, putting down um, 10,000 in cash for 90,000. So it was over, it was about 100,000 overall. But okay. with time, you know what I mean, the value of the home appreciates. And so, you know, let's say in a couple of years when it's time to sell, it'll be, you know, worth about 120 or 130 you know, so you get right. that money back. Not only that, like, you know, I have my own business endeavors. I mean, you have talked about that, my own ideas uh-huh. in which um, to take a, a two, $3,000 and use that to be the seed money to create something bigger where you can easily see how that money can be returned back to you, you know. Um, I just think it takes to believe in the ideas that you have. Yeah, it's always belief. And and you know as well as I do, both being uh, magical practitioners, that it does take that belief. And without that belief, hang it up. Right. Whatever you do, if you don't have that belief, that's where the value comes from, the uh-huh. belief that you can do this, the belief that you deserve it, you know, the, the belief that prosperity will come. But what you just spoke on, if I may add to that, what you said about putting your own money up and having, you know, your own property, which is a beautiful thing, and I would always recommend people do this. 
um, on a smaller scale, you know, the whole I, the, the concept of putting one's own money up, this is something I did when I did my own project, you know, the Black Sapiro project. I put it on DVD. You know, mm-hmm. I produced it myself. You know, this is before the concept of, you know, uh, what do you call it, kickstarting, GoFundMe. You know, there's no uh, donation tab on my pages, you know, none of that. I put my own money into it. I put my own time, my own energy into it. You know, and this is something, absolutely, they're both very precious resources, Yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and can be used to your benefit or, or to your own detriment, and it's up to you to choose. But the, the point I'm getting at is when you do that, which is what Mr. Dash was talking about, you know, you become the boss. This is what the mm-hmm. difference is between what I was saying about selling out and buying in. When you sell out, at least the uh, the colloquial definition of it being that you've compromised and you have no power mm-hmm. as a result of it, buying in means you've attained power. Yeah. Now you have some say so. You know, yeah, and, when when and people you're not a boss. I mean, in in the you know the the former idea, you're you're no longer a boss if, if that's what it is. If if you if someone has you know ownership over something you created, but yet you no longer have any control over it, right. the control has been relinquished to somebody else. You know exactly, um, exactly. Mm-hmm. And this is why when you know when you watch you know movies, you know I've always been a big fan of checking the credits and. Mm-hmm. You know, when you see the executive producers' names in those credits, at least two of those people, you know, the bigger the film, the more people, of course, those are the ones who put their money up to invest in the film. Uh-huh. This is why when a Will Smith movie comes up, I have no problem going to the theaters to support it because I know it's his production company behind it, with few exactly. exceptions. But within the last few years, Overbrook Entertainment, which is, you know, the the production company that, that Will Smith's part owner of with his wife and I believe, you know, a gentleman named Lasseter, you know, but that's them investing in their work. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand, or excuse me, might not know this, but, you know, when when it came out that Will Smith turned down the role of Neo in The Matrix, a lot of people, you know, were like, oh, you know, this and that, and, you know, giving him a little flat for it. But what did he do instead? From my research, it tells me he did Wild Wild West, which was the first movie that Overbrook Entertainment did. So even though he didn't play a role in one of the biggest movies of the last, you know, 15, 20 years, the fact is he worked on a movie that his production company put the money up for. So he had more say in the in the overall product. Yeah. And this includes, this includes Hancock, this includes... Um, that last Karate Kid movie, it includes Focus, mm-hmm. which I just saw this afternoon. Mm-hmm. So we okay. have to see the examples and look for the examples of people putting their money up on from small scale all the way up to the large scale to know that it does work. Yeah, I've been, um, lately I've been very inspired. And the thing is, and also, before I share this next thing I was going to say, uh, the with the Internet age, it doesn't even take as much money as it used to. To kind of to kind of do things, you know, we have um, resources available to us. We have all kind of all types of economic knowledge um, available to us. In fact, it was um, it was the listening to the interview with um, Boyce Watkins where he was talking yes. about um, a book called The Hundred Dollar Startup that I ordered and um, mm-hmm. waiting on that to come, which has a wonderful reviews on Amazon as far as ways to, to start something up for less than $100. Um, 
So it, it really just depends on do you actually have the vision and do you actually have the motivation to to make it happen? Because um, what has inspired me recently was looking at the shows on, um, you know, these series that are on um, YouTube. And, you know, I, and, and these, these different series is, is, you know, a lot of um, one I got into was called Hello Cupid, and another one was called The Awkward Black Girl, you know, right. um, The Misadventures of the Awkward Black Girl. And yeah, yeah, I've are, heard of that one. That's a popular one. Mm-hmm. These are, they're so well done. I mean, they're so well done, and you can see how, you know, especially with the Hello Cupid Network, they have black and sexy TV, and you can see how, you know, uh, I, they I think are, I like the sound of that one. Okay, you know, you can see how they are using their own, like, resources, and that they, and they're, they're, they're using their own, and they're also, you know, asking, they have their GoFundMes and things like that, right. and, and they have their episodes on demand. But you can see that it's actually you can see the actual quality of the product that they're producing. Mm-hmm. They're, they're creating black shows, many episodes on the internet that are mostly free, you know. And if yep. you choose to um, if you choose to to donate some money, you could do that. Or if you want to pay for you know a, a couple of the pay per view episodes that they have, it's only like three dollars or so. But it's like mm-hmm. with this I, with this access to so many people, you know, and. You know, of course, we know the drawbacks with the access with a lot of people on the Internet. A lot of people are full of talk, full of talk, and, and there's uh, no yeah. action behind it. You know what I mean? But uh, you, I always you, wait for the second email. You know, I think mm-hmm. we've discussed okay. that before. Exactly. People will, will send me an email talking, yeah, I love your videos, you know, this and that. We should do this. We should do that. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. great. But I wait for that second email because, you know, it's real easy to do the talk when we're excited. When it's right. time to work, where are you? Where's, when it's time to put in the energy, not just the money, but the time, the energy, the resources, your individual talent, mm-hmm. where are you? I mean, I, I met you via the Internet, and you were able to help me with the, with the um, illustrations in my book. You know, I, I did not have the, the knowledge of, um, of, of what Photoshop, um, what other um, things you use. The, the, the Illustrator. The Illustrator, yeah, Adobe Illustrator. I didn't have the knowledge of that, you know what I mean? I had, you know, the knowledge to write the book, but to, to have the illustrations, especially to have someone I know personally do the illustrations for me, it was it was wonderful. And not only that, like, you also helped to connect me with the person who, you know, did who did the artwork on the cover of the book as well. So, you know, that was really amazing. Like, it was a really amazing thing to kind of work together in that way because, you know, years ago we didn't have these these options. You know, we didn't yes, have. You're that. absolutely and, right, and, and mm-hmm. I, I'll add to that by by confessing something to you. That artwork mm-hmm. that I did in your book, The Serpent of Shakti, available now on Amazon.com. Um, <laughs> that artwork I taught myself to do mm-hmm. weeks before I was able to do that work for you. And mm-hmm. what you said about the internet being here, I just have to say, sweetie, the the Internet has destroyed a whole lot of uh, institutions and their belief in their own strength. I mean, the music industry is just uh, one example. But, you know, I got Adobe Illustrator, taught myself to draw, you know, create illustrations by going on YouTube and watching people's tutorial videos. We need to understand how powerful the Internet is as a resource, you know, as a learning tool, a, ter- a, a tool for communication, for research, so many different things. Even what you said about people producing their own videos. I mean, I made a joke 
you know, that, uh, you know, George Lucas sold his rights to Star Wars because everybody's on the Internet now can do their own. And it's true. Mm-hmm. You can pull up and you can see people doing fantastic lightsaber uh, uh, dual videos where they're, you know, fighting, putting in their own special effects using things like Sony Vegas and Adobe After Effects that they're downloading off the Internet and that they're making tutorial videos and teaching each other how to use. So we don't have to go to these expensive schools, expensive art schools and colleges and all of that now to put ourselves into thousands of dollars worth of debt in order Mm -hmm. to, you know, do this project. If we're passionate about it, put the passionate energy into it and make something great with it. And this is what we're seeing happen. You know, now these people are spending, I don't know, maybe five, $600 on a program instead of going fifty, sixty, dollars $100,000 into debt, which yes. is a better investment. Yep, yep. And honestly, I mean, there, there's, ama- there's an amazing wealth of talent, you know what I mean, that most of us have, pretty much all of us have, that has a lot of times yet to, been to, yet to be discovered because we're taught in our society that we're supposed to work a job. I mean, this, this society that we live in, and I'm going to keep calling it the capitalistic society because I'm not exactly in strong agreement with the model, with the economic model of the overall society. I mean, I don't think very mm-hmm. many people are at this point in time. There's more people disenfranchised right. than anything else. You know what I mean? There's more people very who true. are finding it hard to, to make their ends meet, you know, because we've been trained into this idea to be, you know, um, well, to not follow our own passions. We don't follow our own passions. We follow you know, what we see as what we consider or what we believe is a large paycheck. And then, you know, mm-hmm. once, you know that once the bills come in and once this comes in and that comes in and this gets paid off and that gets paid off, there's hardly anything left for you to, to eat with. You know, right. so so because of this, it, it definitely requires that we look at money in a different way, that we stop being so intimidated by it and that we actually start looking at it as like, you know what I mean, pennies saved over time become dollars and dollars saved over right. time and on and on and on and on. You know, you mm-hmm. save it long enough to be able to invest it into your own goals. And, and in that time of saving, you, you create a plan and a vision and an idea, and then you make it happen. And most things Indeed. that you try to make happen are not nearly as difficult as they'll have you believe. I mean, they make this economic stuff seem so difficult because they want to keep most of us out of it, honestly. They don't want us right. to win, they don't want us to compete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can do both. You know, who says we can't work a job and, you know, create? whatever our passion is, is you know, inspiring mm-hmm. us to create. You know, I worked a job when I was doing, you know, most of my YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. You know, plenty of people had, quote, unquote, day jobs while they were doing what they had to do. Yeah. You know, if you're passionate yeah. about it, you know, I, one of my favorite shows, that, as you probably figured out by watching my videos, was uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. And one of the mm-hmm. things, you know, one of my, my favorite, favorite characters on there, oh, wow. um, uh, yeah, you know, Avatar Roku, he said, when when love is real, it finds a way. And, you know, that's not just a love between, you know, a person to another. It's also a love for what you do. It's also a love for what you want. And not just in, in personal possessions, but what you want for yourself, what you want for your loved ones, your family, friends, and so on. So if you really have it, if you really have that in you, then nothing will stop you. It doesn't matter if you work 10 hours a day. It doesn't matter if you have two jobs. How many people are are, are singers on the weekend, and then all of a sudden they get an opportunity to sing background for someone, and then they get put on that way. These stories happen Mm -hmm. every day. 
People become every successful day. every day. But one of the things that, that I see, and it just came to me this morning when I was in the gym working out, is that we have to properly define for ourselves what success is. Yes. And this is something that we don't do. What happens yes. is we look at things, collectively speaking, we look at our individual um, our individual achievements, and what we do is we compare them to someone else, and it's just a drop in the bucket to the collective. It, it means nothing. On an individual level now, you're looking at something you've never done before. You wrote a book, for example. That's a great thing. Compare it to a million other people who have written 20 books each, You know, now we have a problem. Right. But if yes, you look at yes. it from a personal standpoint, I had this goal in mind, mm-hmm. and I'm going to reach this goal. That's a beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah, because um, like I told you, I mean, I've been wanting to write since I was a child. And I wrote my book primarily, you know, I had gotten so much studying done. I learned so many different things that I just felt like I had compiled enough knowledge that I really wanted to share with others because I knew that this knowledge would be liberating for them as much as it had been for me. And, I, I you know, I was like, I don't, I don't even care. If I only sell about two, three copies, two, three, four copies, that's good enough for me because this is a childhood dream of mine, you know. Yeah. So, you know, obviously I want to sell more copies than that you know, um, as I move toward my own economic sovereignty. But the fact is, the fact that I have accomplished a dream that I've had since I was a child has already made me successful. That's already made me a success. So Walking yeah, a little taller, aren't you? Walking a little yes. taller now, right? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was how yeah. I felt when, you know, when I was doing my, my project. I mm-hmm. said to myself, okay, what would what would you consider successful? And, you know, I sat there and I thought about it. And, you know, I said, no bullshit. Just be honest with yourself. And I said, if one person can see things differently from the work that I do, then I've succeeded. Hmm. Now, I've gotten more than one positive oh, response yeah, to work. So, so I feel good. Okay, it's, it's not going to, you know, it's not going to put me, in, uh, you know, in a retirement home in, in, in Florida anywhere. Right. You know, but... I've reached so many people. No, not me. The work has reached so many people. Yeah. And, I mean, and you put a lot of thing. your love in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you put a yeah. lot of your love into the work. And, I mean, if, if anybody is listening and haven't seen the Black Superhero um, series, you have to check it out. You have to find them. You have to look at them. They're amazing. And um, it's a lot of knowledge in there. It's a lot of love in there. And, and it, it speaks to the heart of things. Um so, so yeah, we only got a couple more, few more minutes. So I wanted to ask, um, yeah, we a few more minutes. So before we go, I wanted to ask about these couple of things, and then you know we'll go on, from, you know, from there. Uh, okay. Multiple streams of income, and also connected to the sphere of the hustler. You know, what do you, what do you think about that? About about having multiple hustles. You know what I mean? But in the background, the fear that the society kind of has been given about the hustler? Well, the reason why the, the, the fear, let's uh, get that part out of the way first, the fear has been given because, you know, they, they want you to maintain their power. They want you to remain a potential cog for their system. And, you know, I, I'm, you know we're using terms like they and, and, and their, but, you know, let's go in because, you know, we understand what we're talking about. Um, 
there's a stigma that's attached to being a hustler, but when you understand that most of these Fortune 500 companies that are in existence, whether they're, you know, Internet startups, whether they're uh, video game companies. I just watched a, a, a documentary on the company Atari from the late 70s. Um, they all started out as hustlers, you know, and by hustlers I literally I mean people who believed in what they do. Yeah. You know, I mean, the way I they're, see they're, a hustler is somebody who's mm-hmm. not afraid to really, you know, put their – to really do the work and find multiple ways to get something done. It's not always a legal, illicit way that we've been taught to see it. it can have right. actually, a hustler has absolutely nothing to do with illegal activity. Truthfully, it has to do with somebody who's on the hustle, who's on the move. That's right. The person who, who believes that what they're doing, you know, will bring them profit. You know, that that's what a hustler is. I mean, uh, as far as multiple streams of, of income, I mean, y- it's not going to happen unless you have that, that hustler mentality. Yeah. It's not going to yeah. happen. I mean, if I may use a metaphor for it, you know, having multiple streams of income, whether you have an investment here, whether you have a job, as well as, uh, you know, other things going on. Maybe you have an intellectual yeah. property, like, like a also, book or a CD. Let me add in also, you know, mm-hmm. people who, who grow their own fruits and vegetables, people who have farms. I mean, it may not be an income as far as money comes in, but that's green right there. That's the original green. That's, yes. you know, the, the what actually literally feeds you. That That is also a, right. a stream of income, mm-hmm. so to speak. Right, and that's what money is based on, let's be clear. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason that it is green. Yeah. You know. But, yeah. um you know, if I may use a metaphor, think of it like you're cooking, you know, like this grand meal, you know, maybe Thanksgiving or Easter, like today, for example. You know, you're, um, you know, you're not going to cook it, you know, one thing at a time. You're going to have all burners going. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to have a pot on each burner. You're going to have something in the stove. You know, you probably have something coming out of the blender. You know, all of these things happening at once. This is you know, the, the same idea that you could put into the, the, the concept of having multiple streams of income. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, um, so yeah, so since we're, we're on our final couple minutes, is there anything that you would like to say before we go? Um, it's been a pleasure speaking with you, definitely. Oh, likewise, as always. Um, just believe it can be done. Yeah. I mean, see things as, as simply as possible. You know, mm-hmm. if if someone else can learn it, you can too. Yep, yep, that's exactly it. You know, that self value. See, you see that that power and that ability is as something you can achieve. So yeah, it's beautiful thought, beautiful last thought. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, it, it's been an amazing time. Um, you know, thank you to Brother L for speaking with me. And um, thanks thank for having you to, me. <laughs> it, you'll definitely be on again. We'll have to talk about something else again. Um, I'd love to. Upcoming show. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so thank you to the listeners for, for listening. Um, I hope that you got something from this. I hope that, you know, what we said made sense. And, um, yeah, yeah, and, and we'll talk about this another time. At that point, you know, we'll bring in some questions and, and maybe, you know, get a little bit more, you know, involvement in it. Um, but, yeah, so check out, you know, down in the information box, you know, I have to give my own personal promotions. Check out. My website is www.magicalmojo.tumblr.com. Um, a lot of my writings on there, and that's my in-between spot till I get myself another website. You know, um, 
you're looking for reading, I do tarot readings, uh, natal readings, um, all types of astrology readings. Just hit me up in the, in on my email at ashalreading at gmail.com. The Serpent of Shakti that we spoke of is on Amazon. It's currently on Amazon. Look it up. You know, don't just look it up. Buy it. You know, support. <laughs> help me build my economic, you know, sovereign nation so that I can, and I'll help you build yours. You know, we can work together. It's not all about one of us having, you know, we all collectively can, can do it together. Um, so, yeah, on that note, um, I hope you enjoyed the show and catch you next Friday. Bye-bye, love. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.